The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Behold, I am sending you like sheep in the midst of wolves, so be shrewd as serpents and simple as doves. But beware of men, for they will hand you over to courts and scourge you in their synagogues, and you will be led before governors and kings for my sake as a witness before them and the pagans. When they hand you over, do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will hand over brother to death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and have them put to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but whoever endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in one town, flee to another. Amen, I say to you, you will not finish the towns of Israel before the Son of Man comes. The Gospel of the Lord. In the gospel today, we heard Jesus telling his disciples words of assurance. Do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. Those are words of reassurance from Jesus himself as he sent his disciples to preach the kingdom of God on their own. Before this, they were just following Jesus. They were just accompanying Jesus in the mission. I was reflecting on this last night and uh, just reflecting on my own ministry. There were so many times when I don't know what to say. You know, uh, pastoral work involves a lot of speaking, homilies, counseling, talks, giving classes, ordinary conversations, and so on. And many, many times when I start to reflect on the readings for Mass and after hours of reflection, after that, I still don't know what to say for the following day. <laughs> I remember a seminarian uh, who was assigned uh, to me uh, in the parish before, and he said, oh, I can't wait to finish seminary so that I will not worry anymore about writing papers. And I told him, well, don't keep your hopes too high. When you become ordained, you will be writing homilies every day. And you're not just turning the paper to one professor. You're turning it to, you know, depending on how big is the, the, the parish is, if it's at St. Cecilia, how many do we have here every day? It's like turning your paper every day. But just like Jesus said in the gospel today, the Holy Spirit 
would lead us on what we need to say. Just yesterday, I was talking to a parishioner who, who made an appointment with me, and, and she said, oh, you know, Father, I'm, I'm, my faith is really my, uh, my lifeline, my core. I just don't know really how to, how to pass it on to my children. You know, I want them to experience the same joy, and I want them to experience eternal life in the end. But whenever I start talking about faith, uh, you know, they seems to be very disinterested. They don't want to hear anything about it, or sometimes I just don't know how to, how to share it. Then I said, you don't really have to worry. I mean, I was not even reflecting on the gospel yet. I said, you don't need to, to worry about explaining the faith in a very theological manner. I mean, if you can do that, that's great. But the way you guys live your vocation as, a, as husband and wife, you know, when they see you as their mother and also their father living together and having that joy and that peace and and that serenity, they will surely ask, what's the secret recipe in the success of the marriage of my parents? And of course, faith is a huge part of it. And that in itself is already a proclamation of the kingdom of God. You know, we don't have to be so eloquent about, you know, the theological and the lofty things of, of what we believe. And it, it's great to to be able to articulate that. Uh, but in, in the end, uh, the most powerful tool of evangelization, the most powerful tool of the way of speaking is really in the way we witness to what we believe. Most especially, you know, most especially the uh, living out the virtue of love, faith, hope, and love. Many, many times, even in my own pastoral ministry, in the face of, there are certain situations when you don't have to say anything. <laughs> Just being there suffices. You know, I, I learned that when, you know, a student who is in shock of learning that his mother violently took her life by shooting herself, you know, you don't have words to say. You're just there to accompany the person. Or the mourning family that lost their daughter who was struck and killed by a car. Or the young woman who, though tears of sorrow, confesses a recent abortion. There are just no words for such event. And I know that, you know, with my own power, I will never have an adequate response to the profound tragedies that life brings. So I really find solace and reassurance in the words of Jesus in the gospel today. This is something very personal to me. Do not worry about how you are to speak or what you are to say. You will be given at that moment what you are to say. For it will not be you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Our only response is to give ourselves to the Holy Spirit. 
asking for guidance and the necessary words. You know, again, you know, I repeated it so many times in here already, the excellent advice of St. Francis of Assisi, at least attributed to him as he dispatched his friars to the mission. You know, he said, go and proclaim the gospel, use words if necessary. In, in difficult situations, many times our presence, our understanding, and compassionate gaze, a pat at the back, a caring hug, communicate more than words could say. So reflecting on this, how does the love of God speak through you in difficult situations?